You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Shield, Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Aurora Babaloo, and we are back to talk Moon Knight, season one of maybe more than one. It's hard to tell with these Disney Plus shows, mm-hmm. Aurora. Uh, some shows have been announced as getting a second season. Some shows are like, no second season, but we're going to make a movie like uh, Captain mm-hmm. America and the Winter Soldier, formerly known as Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh or we've got. Uh, have you seen the uh, the trailer for or the teaser for Ms. Marvel that they they put out? No. Um, so I will have to I'll have to oh send you God. that. But there is a teaser for Ms. Marvel uh, that looks really good. I don't think she's going to get more than a season. Maybe she will, but she's going to be in the Captain Marvel sequel movie. So it's hard to tell. Okay. I don't know. What I know everybody. Do. I know everybody's waiting for the trailer for Thor. Yeah. Yes, people. It's not here. <laughs> no. Another day. Uh, and the weird thing about that Thor trailer is it comes out this year. Yeah. It's. I feel like it's only like a few hundred days away, like maybe a hundred and fifty days away or something. And there's not even a teaser trailer for that movie yet, and people are mm-hmm. dying. They need yeah. to see footage. I from need this film. to see it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm one of those people. Yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, they put out like a TV spot for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I didn't even watch it because like I I don't need it at this point. I'm already uh, physically my essence and spirit is already in the future, <laughs> sitting there waiting for the movie to start. Like I'm there already. You don't need to sell me on it, but. Uh, show me some of this Thor movie. Yeah, that, I just want a sneak peek. Mm, give yeah. me a little bit, please. Uh, yes. Some images or something, maybe. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I mean, I've already seen a blurry set picture from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and that movie doesn't come out until yeah. next you know, the, year. The problem is that Thor Ragnarok is my favorite Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I can watch that any every day. Yeah. And I won't get tired of it. Mm-hmm. So I have high expectations for the next, this next one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, and, and Taika Waititi is directing it too, I think. so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, when we finish recording this episode, I will uh, send you in the direction of that Ms. Marvel yeah, yeah. teaser trailer. It looks, it looks fun. Okay. Uh, so for now, though, we are focused on... Uh, season one, episode one of Moon Knight on Disney Plus. It's called the Goldfish Problem. Going into this, I knew a tiny bit about Moon. Knight. I learned more about I, Moon I, Knight. I, 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 I knew ahead. nothing. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. I'm I'm one of those people where it's like, hey, like prior to them announcing the show, I had seen the costume before, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool costume. Like that's a cool look for a superhero. And 
when they announced that the show, like it was on the slate, that's when I at least learned a little bit about the characters. So I didn't go in a hundred percent blind, but I don't know anything about the mythology or the story or anything. I just know about where his powers come from. And, um, this show does act as a blank slate, but I did know about his dis- uh, disassociative identity disorder, Okay. Before the episode, but they treat it as if nobody knows, including, uh, including Stephen Grant, who is. Yeah, the... I didn't. I didn't know anything about this uh, character. So mm-hmm. when it started and things were happening, I didn't associate it with that disorder. I thought he was gonna be like a werewolf or something. Yeah, but yeah. no. Um, I know. <laughs> uh, so, well, I mean, we really start by meeting Arthur Harrow, who. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen, if you've ever seen, uh, like the Da Vinci code or anything, I, there, there's like these religious orders or people who self flagellate, like they, uh, yeah. harm, harm themselves. I've seen people whip themselves and things like that. I've never seen a dude put glass in his sandals and then just yep. walk around. Like I was already in pain watching this. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is how we're starting? Okay, all right. (laughs) What a way to begin. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, this is really about museum worker Stephen Grant, uh, who occasionally suffers from blackouts. After going to sleep one night, he wakes up in another country and, as one does, happens to come across a cult meeting led by one (laughs) Arthur Harrow, who demands Grant give him a scarab that he unknowingly has in his possession. He escapes and is nearly killed, but is then unknowingly saved by a voice in his head telling him what to do. After waking up in his home and noticing several oddities, Grant realizes that two days have passed since he went to sleep. Upon returning home from a misscheduled date, Grant finds a hidden phone and keycard in his apartment. He receives a call from the most frequent number in that phone's call log. A woman named Layla answers, addressing him as Mark, but he has no idea what's happening. The next day at work, Grant is confronted by Harrow, who reveals that he is in fact a servant of the goddess Amet. Later that night, Harrow summons an Anubis-associated jackal-like monster that attacks Grant at the museum he works at. And just as Grant is cornered in a restroom, Grant's reflection in the mirror tells him that you need to let me take control. And when Grant somehow does do this, because he does not know what's happening to him, when he sort of releases control, he transforms into Moon Knight and then kills the Jackal monster. And uh, that is the end of the episode. But Aurora, Mm -hmm. what did you think of episode one? I will tell you this, uh, my mom is visiting and she was watching it with me and she was really invested. Really? <laughs> yes, she was really into it. Marvel can do no wrong. <laughs> Look at them go. She kept, she kept asking me questions about it. And I'm oh like, my I goodness. Any, I don't know anything about this character, mom. <laughs> yeah, like that's <laughs> no the idea. worst. <laughs> I'm as clueless as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, Your mom's a lot no, like my I, mom then. <laughs> um, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Uh, I lo- my favorite scene was when he was being chased and he was driving a cupcake car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he slams a cupcake 
in the guy's face. Yes. And then he's like, I'm sorry about the cupcake. <laughs> very apologetic. <laughs> it's very apologetic. Yes. Um, that was and the, and the whole uh, sequence was by, by the Wake Me Up Before You Go Go mm-hmm. uh, song. That was amazing. Great music in this show, by the way. Yes, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the scene where he's in the bathroom and all the reflections are doing uh, something different. Else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate his boss at the museum. <laughs> she sucks. The worst. <laughs> She's the worst. <laughs> Holy She's shit! She's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm assuming something will happen to that woman at some point. <laughs> I need cause... I need to get in touch with Ben as well because um, everybody's got kind of these. Uh, he'll have to fill me in on what accent this is exactly, but mm-hmm. it feels like near almost like a Cockney accent that they've got going yeah. on. And stereotypically, in my mind, I'm picturing like a British museum, and I figure they all sound more like Ben, uh, but instead they all kind of sound. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to say dumb, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you yeah. know, they were, <laughs> they yes. were basically bordering on it's a pyramid in it. Um, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like they don't sound yeah, I mean, overly that, they don't sound overly informed that but. whole scene I was like how is this woman working in a museum and doesn't know this stuff right and he's the <laughs> gift shop guy and he knows everything everything yeah. yeah he's basically he's basically me like I don't have the accreditation to be like you know I'm not an Egyptian history major but I do work at the gift shop and I have a lot of time on my hands so right. I do read a lot about Egyptian history and I can tell you <laughs> all sorts of things uh yeah. about these egyptian gods yes mm-hmm. um yeah no i i also like the whole goldfish storyline well. yeah i mean that is the the episode title right that's that's how he sort of i mean i don't think he realizes i don't think he realizes that he has did um no. like yeah. when we first meet him uh he's chained to his bed and there's sand around his bed there's tape on his door and even I was struggling to figure out, like, what's going on here? It was actually my daughter mm-hmm. who was like, because uh, they don't go out of their way to explain this because we don't get like an inner monologue in his head or anything. And he's not right. talking to anybody about this. But she's like, it's clear that he blacks out and he misses time. And mm-hmm. he wants to know if he's getting out of bed. And if he wakes up and he's still chained in the bed and there's the sand doesn't have footprints in it and the tape's still on the door. He must not have gotten out of bed. He must've stayed right. in bed. Um, and it's just to keep an eye on his own movements. Cause he doesn't know what's happening to him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought that was a, a, a very cool little touch. It, there was a lot in this episode, despite knowing a lot. Yeah. There was, despite knowing quite a few things about him um, going into it, uh, they did a really good job. It took me a while to kind of catch on to exactly what was happening, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. In in the comics, Mark Spector is the yeah. main uh, personality. It's the normal personality, and we know his name because uh, that phone number that he found, that yes. phone that he found in his apartment, that woman, yes, asked for Mark. Yeah, yes, uh, and I guess Mark has an American accent. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> in the comics, Mark is the main personality, not a not mm-hmm. a not one that's underneath. Yeah, and here it's yeah. Stephen, uh, and in the comics, also the Stephen Grant character is not like this aloof to everything or whatever either. But they they change things around, and I I think for the better. Because they're putting, this is the lesser known character and Stephen Grant is being put in the position of audience member. Like he Mm -hmm. doesn't know what's going on either. And we are going to learn with him, which I think is always a good um, storytelling device. So it's a little bit different than in the comics, but Mark Spector is the one who has the Moon Knight powers. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure all of that stuff will get... uh, explained uh yeah like i know like i know some things that haven't been like that weird uh monster looking creature that he keeps seeing uh that turned out to be an old lady uh who he absolutely scared the shit out of that old lady was scared for her (laughs) life of this creepy dude in the elevator who made up this obviously false contact story Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she was horrified um, yep. although she was British, so she was trying to be polite, but she was horrified. Um, <laughs> but like, I know the name of that creature and it's also the voice that's in his head, mm-hmm. uh, as which, well. which is a really cool voice. Yes. The, who's, who's, who's the voice? Oh my gosh. Who's um, the- bah, 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 you're killing me, Aurora. I, somebody <laughs> mentioned it the other day and I'm like, ah, I remember. That's a really nice voice. Um, okay. You keep talking about it. Uh, about how much you like this episode. Oh, okay. Hold on. I've got it. It's F. Murray Abraham. He's oh, the one okay. that did the voice. F. Okay. Murray Abraham. It's it a really nice voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of Star Trek insurrection fame. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably, he's like, I'm sure I've been in better movies than that. Uh, please don't associate me with that. Uh, that's where I remember him from, though. Uh, well, but yeah, I will tell you this. I, I, I do. Uh, there's one line in this episode that I was mm. like, I need a T-shirt mm. that, says that, uh, that says that, which is, uh, what's his name? Arthur, is it? The Ethan Hawke? Yes, Arthur Harrow. Um, when he confronts him in the museum, he's like, there's chaos in you. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. Right? In me, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's everywhere, right? It's everywhere, yeah. Um, That's a really nice line. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tempt me, Aurora. It'll be too easy to do with like the scales and oh, that's also I love. I talk love about that. his power for a minute, yeah, or what? Yeah, it, what I it is love. Can do. I love that he can. He so he has these scales, this tattoo of scales, mm-hmm. and he grabs people's hands and he the scales like move and kind of like let him know if the person is good or bad. Right. Yeah, that's really cool. He's basically. You ever seen the movie Minority Report? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. basically got a miniature minority report on his right, arm. Right. <laughs> like there's cause he's like, you know, come up here and you will be judged. And literally it's, it's a little too comic booky maybe for me. The fact that like, if you're good, the scale turns green, uh, his right. tattoo. And if you're bad, it turns red, but mm-hmm. there's this, is it an old lady or I think it's yeah. an old lady or something. Yeah. And, it turns red and he's just like, you know, they're like, I'm a good person. And he's like, I'm sure you are. I believe you, but look, the scale says what it says. And it's, it's something that you're going to do. It knows that you're going to do something bad and you're going to have to die. Sorry about that. And 
this power apparently is granted to him by uh, the Egyptian god who mm-hmm. must actually exist. Uh, yeah. That I'm sure we're going to get some uh, some mythology here uh, and some backstory because this episode does not serve as an origin story for Moon Knight. He's already Moon Knight. He just doesn't right. know it. Right. Uh, right. But Arthur is a servant of uh, Amit. And I don't know uh, about you, Aurora, but whenever these things sort of happen, I'm like, okay, I want to go read about this real quick. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Amit is uh, not only an ancient Egyptian goddess, but a demoness as well. Mm. And is three parts. Uh, she is a third... Uh, she is a third lion, a third hippopotamus, and a third crocodile. Nice. Uh, I think it's upper body of uh, a lion, uh, like lower body of a hippopotamus, head of a crocodile, which were the three largest man-eating animals known to ancient Egyptians. So basically the scariest thing you can think of to Egyptians uh, is what Amit is. Uh, so yeah, uh, scary, uh, a, sc- a scary, scary yeah. thing. And, uh, she, uh, she's a funeral deity and, uh, her, in- her titles include the, uh, the eater of hearts and the devourer Great. of the dead. Amazing. So yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's stay. I'm going to stay far away from that. Neo Gamer Handle. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Terrifying. So, yeah, we only get like the tiniest peak. This whole episode served like those trailers of the of the television show where you only get the tiniest bit of Mm -hmm. Moon Knight. They don't even give you the full transformation. They kind of give you like bits of it. And then and I, I need to see know. how he turn how he gets that. Where does this come from? Yeah, yeah I, I need to know how that happens. It appears to just <laughs> emanate from his body. Uh, All the, right. the scarab has a whole th- meaning. There's something going on with that. I don't know what it is, but clearly they focused on it a lot. So clearly yeah. there is something happening there. It's important. And uh, yeah, also terrifying thought. Uh, having DID that uh, you just wake up one morning and go to work and find out that you have a date with somebody. (laughs) And you're late. (laughs) And you're late. You don't remember when the date is. Oh, yeah. Well, he was like two days late for the date. Two days late. Yeah. Because he blacked out again. I also, real quick, loved the... uh, I loved the way they handled the fights and the chases mm-hmm. like he's surrounded by guys and then he sort of the screen goes wonky and when everything stands still the camera pans back and there's just dead bodies all around him yeah and it's like yep. holy cow mm-hmm. the same thing happens during the chase like he's in trouble guns are pointed at him and it happens again and like then there's cars burning and bodies like laying yeah. on the ground yeah. it gave me a, a little bit like when he lets the other one take over in the bathroom mm. yes like the, the, the camera pans in but you you don't see the fight you're just hearing the fight yes um and that whole scene gave me kind of like daredevil vibes yeah yeah mm-hmm. like the hallway fight 
where you don't yes, get to see yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. But you could you could hear that the fight was amazing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it sounded incredible. It sounded um, incredible. And yeah. it's also saves on it also saves on visual effects as well. Yeah. <laughs> you just do yes. the fight like that. Very smart. Very um, smart Disney. But yeah, I re- yeah, because you know they need to save money, Aurora. Yeah. Sure, yeah. They, I'm sh- I'm sure they're clipping coupons. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, any final thoughts on episode one, and what would you give it? No, yeah, very promising episode. I'm very mm-hmm. excited to continue, and I'm so glad that Oscar Isaac is the one yeah, playing this character because I great. love him so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, um, I'm I'm hesitant to give it a high score because I don't want to like get ahead of myself. Yeah. Uh, I gave uh, it. I gave it a cautious four. I'm gonna give it a four too. Okay. Yeah, yeah just just with the expectation that we might see a, be- a, a, a more amazing episode later. Yeah, I honestly yeah. have no idea what to expect, so yeah. I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah. But okay, uh, for now, everybody, that's the podcast for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. This is a listener-supported podcast, and there are a couple of different ways that you can help out if you would so choose. Uh, We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have the merch store, geeklymerch.com. Look out for that Chaos is in You. Uh, You have Chaos in You shirt. Mm -hmm. Uh, It may be coming. (laughs) Keep an eye out for that. Uh, links for those are in the show notes for this episode. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time for Season 1, Episode 2 of Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs>